You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. I'm quite sure that you have heard of PUBG, the game banned by the Indian government in early September. But many of you may not know that the full form of PUBG is Player Unknown's Battleground. In this online game, you are left on an island where you find weapons and kill other residents while keeping yourself alive. This episode is not about PUBG as much it is about the addiction to this game. Hello and welcome to my weekly podcast Tales from Delhi. I am Shiv Sani, an on-ground reporter with Hindustan Times. In my podcasts, I'll bring to you human interest stories from Delhi, one or two every week. These are everyday accounts of survival, of inspiration and of change. But to what extent? That's up to you to decide. As for me, I'll make some space for the stories to do the talking. When the Indian government banned PUBG, there were reports of children not talking for days, children going into depression, and even one child who killed himself. But much before the game was banned in India, a boy in our own Delhi was funding his PUBG addiction by doing something that was technically a crime. And yet, when you hear this story, you'll be confused whether this should be seen as a crime or as a psychological issue arising out of addiction to a game. Why I say this is because the boy is just 15 years old, a student of class 10 who lives with his family in North Delhi's Timarpur. His family includes his 65-year-old grandfather who had retired from a government job some years ago. He would receive his monthly pension and all was well until May 8th when he checked his mobile phone to find a message that showed rupees 2500 had been withdrawn from his pension account the grandfather was surprised he immediately rushed to the bank to check what had happened what the bank staff told him left him shocked in 2 months more than rupees 2.34 lakh had been withdrawn from his account and you know how much balance was left in his bank account just 275 rupees the senior citizen rushed to the police to file a complaint he had neither withdrawn or transfer this money nor had he received any otp for this transaction yet the police registered an fir but for some reason they did not seriously investigate the financial fraud for the next 4 months finally in september the case was transferred to the cyber cell of this district thereafter the police didn't have much to do they checked with the bank to realize that all the money was being transferred to a paytm account so the police contacted paytm and got to know that the paytm account belonged to a 23 year old man named pankaj pankaj was picked up by the police and questioned what pankaj revealed left everyone in shock all over again yes you guessed it right it was the grandson of the senior citizen who had been using the paytm account of pankaj the boy was a friend of pankaj and he requested him to allow his paytm account to be used for this financial transactions The police then spoke to the boy to unravel the entire mystery. It turned out that the boy was addicted to PUBG. For the first few months, he enjoyed the game. But soon, he needed to pay money to be able to play the advanced stages of the game. So what he did was that he picked up his grandfather's debit card of the account in which the senior citizen would receive his monthly pension and he contacted Pankaj to get the ID and password of his Paytm account to be able to make the payments to PUBG. 
Whenever he would transfer any money, messages about the OTP and the transaction would arrive on his grandfather's phone. But the boy would quietly delete those messages, and the grandfather would remain oblivious to the transactions. With money in hand, the boy was able to proceed to the advanced stages of the game for a while, but not for very long. In an ironic twist to the story, someone hacked his PUBG account just some weeks before the game was banned in India. The police, meanwhile, found themselves in a peculiar situation. They had filed an FIR in the financial fraud, and they had finally tracked down the culprit. But they didn't know what to do next. They could proceed legally against the boy only if they got a go-ahead from his grandfather, who was the complainant. Do I really need to tell you what the grandfather decided? That's all for today. We'll meet again next week with more such heart-touching stories. Until then, if you have an interesting anecdote to share, please get in touch with me. on my twitter handle at @shivsani or you can also reach us at ht smartcast on facebook twitter and instagram if you want to listen to more such interesting podcasts log on to www.htsmartcast.com thank you this was a hindustan times production brought to you by ht smartcast ht smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app.